Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, I am so happy to share a conversation I recently had with Sandy Stamato. Sandy is the founder of Limb Dweller Transitional Coaching for Women 50 and Beyond. And I'm going to ask you kind of a tough question right now and say, have you ever felt like a flake before? Sandy used to. She was doing work that wasn't aligned with who she was. And she knows that this can be a very vulnerable and tender time as you look into the future and have that misalignment. So if you've ever felt that way before, this episode is for you. And if not, listen anyway, so you can learn a different perspective and be a resource to someone you care about. You know, Sandy says, at a certain point, there are no do-overs. This is precious time, so why waste it? Girl after my own heart. Sandy is an accomplished public speaker, trainer, frequent podcast guest, and founder of Limb Dwelling Transitional Coaching. Her 30 years of experience in marketing, media sales, and business consulting give her a textured perspective when she works with solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and the reluctantly employed. I love that phrasing, reluctantly employed. Anyway, let's go ahead and hop into my chat with Sandy. Sandy, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. So could you tell us just a little bit more about you and how you spend your time these days? I am in the process of working with an editor and, you know, there's, you know, playbooks. Now, what is it? There's workbooks and I'm making something called a playbook for limb dwellers. Oh, and nice. Just, and when I tell you the, when I tell you the essence of the story and all that, I'm just like, I'm in the middle of it and we're getting a lot of press and it's just, who to thunk it? Yay, yay. I love it. Well, and I love a workbook. I'm a sucker for a handout, a PDF, a workbook. Playbook. Playbook. Oh, playbook. Sorry. We're putting play. a slash through the workbook. Play. We work playbook. enough. We need play. <laughs> <laughs> well, so see, this gets at the essence of you, right? So <laughs> you you have not always been a transitional coach. You haven't always identified and talked about like limb dwellers, right? You've been a, a marketing right. professional. You've been in media sales. You've been a business consultant, right? You have this diverse work background and like, you know, this very, well, just the device, diverse work background. So what led, led you to this concept or even just the work of limb dwellers and, and what the heck is a limb dweller? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, should we start there? Like, what the heck is a limb dweller? And, how, question. and how did you come to it? Like, who were you before, Right. How, you know, before you were a limb dweller? And what does I, that even mean? When I was, so there's a story. And I just want to say that to preface this story is, you know, there's just a little part of me that my 28 year old self would know what happened as a result of something that happened at that age she'd be blown away. You know, the book, the, <laughs> right. the playbook, the podcast, you know, I've worked with people on four different continents. I have worked with women all over the world. It just blows me away, you know, and it's, but it wasn't always like that when I was 28 years old. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's where the story honestly really begins. I was, 
um, I felt really lost. And I was from a very, very professional family. We're talking lawyers, we're talking insurance, we're talking, we're just talking. These guys all seem to have, have it dialed in. And I did not, I worked in TV. People said, oh my God, you're so lucky to have that. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't fit. Something just, it's mm -hmm. not right. That's not who I am. And so I was just, I kept getting these messages saying, well, just suck it up and do that. That's good money. And I couldn't do it. And so I just started on my own, sort of trying all these little different jobs here and there, not little jobs, but I just tried different things. And I felt really flaky because everyone around me in the messaging I got was that, you know, you're grown up, get, get a direction and do it. My grandma was trying to tell me to work for Microsoft, which actually upon reflection, <laughs> back then I'd probably be retired right now, but again, not my <laughs> calling. <laughs> uh -huh. So I was pretty much beside myself in this one day. And I think it was honestly, I say this often because I think it really was, I think it was like a Tuesday at 10 o'clock. I mean, that's how profound this mama was. I called up this woman to say, Hey, I'm trying to get a hold of so-and-so and her receptionist who I knew said, Oh, she's not available. Can she reach you at this phone number? And she rattled off a phone number that honestly was about two jobs ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, Oh, Linda, I said, you know, thanks so much, but I have a new phone number. And she laughed. And she said, Sandy, we're going to have to start putting your phone number down in pencil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and in that, your mind, did you flip her off at that moment or kind of wish I could? Well, no, because it's shame spiral at that point, right? Oh, like, my. It's, it's not like, how dare you? It's like, it how was dare like, me? what's wrong with me? Oh, my God. You know what? That's exactly oh. it was. I felt like at 28, I felt like somebody I've never I don't think since then I've ever felt that amount of shame because it was like she looked right into my soul, pushed my, you know, <laughs> my my rib cage apart and looked at my yeah. soul and just said, see, you're a flake, sister. And I mean, literally, I, what I remember is saying something, I have no idea what I said, but I remember vividly hanging up the phone and I lost it because I literally felt heartbroken. I thought, oh my God, all these people are right. And now they can see me. I'm a flake. What, you know, what's the point? I mean, this was, mm -hmm. it was, excuse me, I'm apparently getting quite choked up about it anyway, but I mean, at 28, it was just so heartbroken. People can say things, you know, I don't, you know. People, you know, have funny ways of thinking they're trying to help, you know, I don't right. know. Right. Or, or they're, she's thinking, oh, I'm just, oh, that's so funny. I'm just like, but right. it's, or, or, or she just does like giving digs. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, like, truth be told, it, that's another. Feel better. <laughs> it makes me feel better to make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah, and so in yeah. the midst of all this, you know, this trauma and shame spiral, as you said, it was exactly what it was. My mentor, who turned out to be my mentor for 25 years, called me. And in the midst of all this, because I could barely talk. I mean, I was I was heartbroken. And she she very sweetly and very gently said, oh, baby, you're not a flake. You're a limb dweller. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a what? Yeah. And I couldn't, and she, and, and, you know, and I, when I tell this story, I always say that the beauty of Tracy is that she always acted very matter of factly. She was mm -hmm. like, oh, honey, there's two types no, of people. Of course. Yeah, no big deal. No big hey, deal. Babe, everybody knows this. Oh, honey, you didn't know. Let me fill you in. She said, there's two types of people in the world. She said, there's trunk dwellers mm -hmm. and they just think differently. They hang out at the base of the trunk. They love the view. And, you know, for example, they work at the same job for 30 years. Awesome. But they just have a different way of looking at life. And she said, but then there's those like us and we can't help ourselves. We scurry up that tree and we scoot out on the limb. And she said, honey, sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's scary. And she said, sometimes it's windy. But oh, baby, 
what a view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went, and I just remember at that moment, I thought, I'm a limb dweller. This is like, there's other people like me. This yeah. is what I do. I'm not and alone. Was, I'm not alone. And it's like, yeah. oh, because everybody knows there's two types of people in the world. And I thought, I'm just not talking to limb dwellers. I, I mean, I had no idea. And it literally opened up a door so I could start, you know, I, I started stepping into new areas of life and work with that understanding, always in the background. I don't think I ever said that out loud to anyone, except mm-hmm. for my sister, the attorney, who once was giving me grief. I was, I mean, I was, uh, I was going through a transition, shall we say. And she was, she was like, just, you know, get a nine to five. And I just said, hey, back off, man. I'm a limb dweller. <laughs> don't, like, don't, put, don't put me in that hell. Yeah. What are you thinking? She's, yeah. She's like, okie dokie, whatever. Sorry. But, you know, yeah, sorry. but we have since, you know, as a footnote, we have since come to have conversations with that understanding. She, I have a limb dweller quiz test and she's taken it. Mm-hmm. And we've actually had these amazing conversations about the difference in thinking. So what's happened, I'm kind of, I'm really skipping a bunch of stuff, but what's happened is it's a way of, at least at this level for people that, 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 you know, um, connect with this, with this story, it's a mm-hmm. way of alleviating shame. I mean, what more mm-hmm. is, what, what better gift could you do? You know, yeah. what better, I mean, God, I mean, just to be able to know you're not alone. So just to finish, you know, put a, put a bow around that story. So, so I didn't, I didn't, I always knew I was doing things. I didn't know, own the name. I don't think I even told anyone about the story. And then that wonderful mentor, she passed suddenly about six years ago, five years ago. And this is part of my tribute to her. Yeah. But I just accidentally, I was at a, I was a, a, a speaker at a conference and it just was really germane. And for some reason, I just felt really called to tell the story. So I told a limp story. And this young 19 year old came up to me afterwards and she was crying. And she looked at me, she said, oh my God, I'm a limb dweller. And I just had this moment where I thought, why are you hiding, you know, why don't you own this and share it? And, you know, if it's, if it helps one 19 year old, yay. You know what I mean? So, um, so anyway, that's, that's when I put the stake in the ground. It was a hard one. I put a stake in the ground and I said, I am, I'm a limb dweller coach. And people are like, okie (laughs) dokie. You're like, what is that? Well, so the, the thing about that story that's really interesting is in like, in one part of the story, one person you interacted with really saw you, right. And they used that and to hurt you, whether intentionally or not. I don't think she really saw me. I think she saw what she judged me to be. Right, you right. Know? Well, I, mean, I, I wasn't a. She saw. Person. She saw the behaviors, right? She saw the behaviors per right. se, kind of, right. right? And 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 yeah, and judged it, right? Like, and then you saw somebody else saw you, and the way they saw you and presented that view of you was with acceptance. And I have found. I used to think that you know, oh, I, I help people with awareness, so like as a coach. And yeah. I, then at some point, I was like, actually, no, I help people with acceptance. I ha- I work with self-aware uh-huh. people and the work isn't helping them to be more aware. The powerful right. work is to have them actually accept what they have found, right? And so how do you, why is it so important for people to accept or own their their limb dweller? I think you referred to as limb dwellerness versus uh-huh. trunk dwellerness. Like, why is that so important to own that and, and really accept that? And what does that actually look like to own yeah. it and accept it? It's a great question. I use this as a way of, it's a portal. 
of mm -hmm. people to be able to step through and know that they aren't alone because these are not the conversations most people have. What I, what, you know, and you know, as well as a coach, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of solopreneurs. I work with people that deal a lot with the imposter syndrome, you know, a lot of that stuff. And some, this story kind of breaks through that because it's so, it's like loops around from the, you know, it's very, you know, a curvaceous way of kind of entering in and saying, look, mm -hmm. let's just start with, well, here's the baseline. You're amongst your people. This is welcome. You know, this is Limb Dweller University. Welcome. Right, people right. await. This is and where I, we hang. This is where, yeah, this yeah. Is where we hang. And it's like a lot of the, the workshop stuff I do and a lot of the, the coaching stuff I do, it's always with that analogy because there's a comfort in knowing you're not alone. I mean, this, this, you know, I mean, the shame and the isolation and the imposter syndrome, that stuff all fosters in isolation. It festers, pardon me, just festers yeah. in isolation. So to me, this... Um, what surprised me, I should say, this is not the intention when I first started this, but what's been such a surprise and, um, and such grace is that this really has spoken to people that needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. And I was on an international um, summit last, last spring and I had no, I always say, if I had any idea how big this thing was going to be, I would have like really done something with my hair. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this was like 30 days, but these women for all over the world and they got all their clients and their communities in. And so when I told my story and I had this limb dweller quiz and it's, it's just kind of a, it's a surprisingly kind of accurate. It's kind of odd, but it's a really playful way of just kind of looking to see if, you know, if this is how you think. And and it was a, a complimentary session afterwards to debrief. I was amazed at how many people, Slovakia, I had, you know, South Africa, I had Australia, I had, oh my God, all over Europe. I mean, I was so, you know, New York, the Bronx, you know, but I mean, it's just like yeah. people, people like the idea of there was a way that, you know, we all need our labels, I guess, or it was just a way mm -hmm. of saying, you know what, I'm not out there by myself. I'm not a flake. I'm not a loser. I'm just... I'm a seeker and mm -hmm. I'm always looking and I'm, I have a view and it's not the same view as, you know, maybe the folks that most of the folks that I'm around, but I have a different way of looking at the world and I have a view that's bigger and that's what propels, you know, you know, pulls me forward. And so I consider it a badge of honor and, yeah. that's, you know, and I think there's just some, I mean, we, oh, we're tribal. We just want to feel like we belong. Yeah. So how does it, how has it changed for you to accept your limb dwellerness? Like what, how did life shift? Cause it sounds like there was, there was an aha in that conversation way back when you were 28, but then, you know, that still shifted, like your life shifted and changed over time, right? You yeah. didn't stay, you didn't like pick coaching then, right? But no. th that means that that acceptance happened over time, but what does it, it seems like something you fully embrace more than ever now. So how, how has life changed with that yeah. acceptance and with that, that owning your limb dwellerness? Right. So I always owned it, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize the impact it really had on my life. Mm -hmm. um, there's something about when, when, when she, when Tracy said that about being, being on that limb and looking at the view, I did vision boards for like 30, 35, years, 30 years. I did a mm -hmm. vision board every year and there was, and I never did it, you know, occasionally, but I rarely did it for like stuff. I did it for like the feeling of like, what is that view? I don't know. Now I wouldn't have told you that this is what I was doing at the time, but looking back, you know, I kind of have a Rolodex that for me was like, there was something pulling me forward. And the whole time I was doing these, these, you know, I mean, I'm, 
I've, I've got a, you know, impressive resume, like most, you know, we're smart women, right? Mm -hmm. I've impressive. And if I look at that, I can tell you exactly the limb dweller road. You know, I can tell you, like I go into these job interviews at the time, like I was in sales and, and marketing. And I had, remember this one, <laughs> this one guy was like, wow, you have a lot of things there. And I said, yes. And aren't you a lucky man? You know, it's like, <laughs> look at everything I bring into the table. I said, all these bring me here. Yeah. It sounds like there's like a, a confidence that came, like in owning it, it gave you the confidence of your experience rather than the shame of, exactly. of your experience. That's, thank you. That's exactly what it is. There was just a confidence. It's like, I just felt like, yeah, okay. You know, if uh -huh. this is, I just have to tell you, this is so interesting. I, I was on a podcast with this, uh, oh, she was so lovely in Australia. And, um, and she she was saying about how when she read about the the limb dwell i have a little animated it's kind of cool i have a little you know animated story about it on my website and she looked at that before we got together and she sent me the loveliest email she said you know and she said when we when we did the podcast that she was an hr she hired people and and she was a limb dweller at heart and so she said for her to be able to look at people's resumes from a different viewpoint she said yes. it's changed how she's hired people and i'm like are you kidding? Yes. Me? I know. I was like, what? So I'm like, viva la, la revolution. I can't even say la revolution. Right? <laughs> yes. But except that, that I don't feel like that's what you're advocating. You're not saying that everybody should be limb dwellers though, either. Oh, you're saying no. we need both, right? You know, so oh, there is no I, revolution. It, it, the revolution is more in owning it, but yeah, that, that we need both and that, that oh. it's just that I think, I think that as a society, it's been we're kind of taught to be more like trunk dwellers. Like that's the better way. That's the safer route. That's how you should do things. And that's not how everybody's wired. No, absolutely not. And as yeah. a matter of fact, I have a thing. It's like, God, thank God for trunk dwellers. They keep the wheels on the bus. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I, I was um, hired ones to actually be, it was kind of interesting, like a mediator between a trunk dweller and a limb dweller. They were business owners. And it was like, this is mutual respect. Oh my God, this is like, there. people are like, how do I become a limb dweller? I'm like, why? If you oh, are like, yeah. if your view is there and you like to shimmy up occasionally, but you're viewing your, why would you want to change? This isn't about that. This isn't about exclusion. This is about yeah. inclusion. This is about, it's symbiotic, both parts of the tree. And it's like, mm -hmm. I love the fact, I mean, I'm married to a uh, trunk dwellers can be, you know, limb dweller, but you know, he's like, he's my steady Eddie guy. And it's not that I'm not steady Eddie. See, this is the fallacy. People think limb dwellers are like people that have zillions of jobs. That's not the yeah, case. Yeah. They're like flighty and they're not reliable yeah, or something and it's like, like that. Oh, yeah. they, they're unemployable. It's like, no, 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 no. There are plenty of people that stay at a job for 30 years that are limb dwellers, whether or not they, you know, and sometimes they switch around and they, they're the, sometimes they're the people that are the rebel rousers at a job. My thing is, honor the spirit. If you want to stay yes. at your job and you feel that way, honor your spirit, get creative, figure out how you can bring your gifts to this organization. So you don't have to hide out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, it's the shaming. That's the part that just, because it's different. It is different. It's different mm -hmm. for us. And, you know, it's starting to change and everything, but it's just, it's, it's, to me, it's such a mutually respectful way of looking at the world. So mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That it, that is about inclusion and that we we benefit from each other. You said oh. I think you said symbi symbiotic, right? It's like very yeah. much so. It's Absolutely. it's like you can't on my website on the quiz. I have this. Maybe it's the it's maybe it's I can't remember. It's on one page of my website, but it shows two trees, beautiful trees, and one of them you can see the view, and the one of them is the, and they're equally as beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous, and so I. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, you know, I kind of started getting that. I realized I thought, I wonder if people are misunderstanding what I'm saying here because it's right. so far from the truth. It's mm-hmm. my, one of my dearest friends, my oldest friends is, you know, she took the limb dweller test and she was zero. I was like, all right. And we would get into things at periods that, you know, we've been friends for a long time. And every so often I think, ah, she's a stick in the mud. And she'd think, oh God, Sandy's so flaky. And then I'd say, <laughs> you know what? Hey, Pitt, I think we're having a limb dweller, trunk dweller moment. And it like reshifted the conversation it's like oh right we look at things differently so Mm -hmm. so let's get back to like appreciating the fact that we're doing instead of judging each other and yeah those those little moments whether if my business stopped tomorrow like if I was just done that experience with Penny that 19 year old some of the other women that have had that moment I mean that would be seriously worth it I'm I'm not going to quit but it's like that to me is when, when, when the view that's pulling one forward, it's really what your heart wants. And this is mm-hmm. what I wanted from the time I was, what I'm doing now is what I wanted to do from the time I was, yeah. I think the first vision board, I was 28, 29, right after this moment. And always this is, so it's like when this all came together, there was this moment inside, like, you know, our bodies never lie. Everything went, oh, yeah. And it's really the best scared. feeling. Yeah. And then got yes. terrified. <laughs> You're like, now I'm going to go hide under a blanket. Oh my God. I'm kind of like, you know, I was a business coach. What am I doing now being a transitional coach for, for women 50 and 60? What am I doing? But it's like, it's like butter. I love what I do. That's my New York mother-in-law. It's butter. It's butter. But that's where, but that's the thing is that you, that I wanted to ask you about next was this, this idea that not only was, has it been, you know, feeling compelled to help limb dweller oh tell everybody just self-identify yes. and own own yeah, their dwellerness um but then you know really specifically you focus on on people going through tra- women going through transitions but even more so just kind of aging in a way so what do mm-hmm. what do transitions and aging look like for limb dwellers like is that different for a limb dweller versus a trunk dweller you know i think it is what what i have found is that because where we are in the world and the opportunities we have as women, mm-hmm. that women that are turning in their 50s and their 60s, we don't have role models. We don't have role models on how do you keep working until you're 80 because you love doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have role models of how you get a gold watch at 65 and you sit on a beach and, you know, which is awesome. If that's your jam, thumbs up. But the women that I'm talking to have been either like taking care of families or husbands or whatever. And they're like at an age where it's, it seems to be either early 50s or later 50s, you know, and then into the 60s. It's like, what do I want to do with this precious time? Am I even if I'm doing like I'm self-employed, is this really what I want to be doing? And it's like, this is precious time because I may work another 20 years. So it's, and it's not just all about working. It's about the mindset, but it's a really, it's a, it's, it's a very tender place. I find that the women I work with, it's very tender. And I, I, again, tend to work with limb dwellers because for example, my buddy who um, she retired at 65, happy as a clam. I mean, she's got Mm -hmm. a great 401k, you know, do I envy that a little bit? Sure. You know, but she stayed at the, you know, she gets a pension. She's been at a job for a long time and she loved what she did. And so now she has a lot of different options. Those are not the options that would appeal to me. Right. You know? Right. I mean, it just, it's like, to me, I'm like, God, I'm 61 and I just got started. I mean, I, I was interviewed by a woman who, I just did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with a woman who's 81. And I mean, I'm like, dang. Heck yeah. <laughs> no. Heck yeah. She's just she's like, like this, you know, I want to do a podcast. Okay. I know. Okay. 
let's do this. And well, she's that's, uh, well, you, you know, I used to, I, so I, I used to be married to somebody else. <laughs> I'm divorced yeah, yeah. and happily remarried. Thank goodness. Yeah. But in that, I remember, um, I don't know that I would, I'm like, now, now I'm curious. Like, I don't know that I would have called him a trunk dweller or not. Um, but there was that model of retirement, right? Absolutely. And, and he wanted to retire as soon as possible. And I was just like, for what though? So, so you could do what, right? And yeah. he loves to play, right? And that's the thing is like, so if there's enough money, then he'll just, you know, play, 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 and that's fine. But for me, I have always felt about retirement, like when I think about like a retirement age, that might be the age where I don't have to work if I don't want to, right? Where I, I reach a financial level of security where I don't have to work if I don't want to, um, or at least I don't have to bring in an income. Yeah. Uh, but I just like, I kind of want to do what I'm doing forever. I think, you know, maybe not be obligated to a time or place all the time, but like right. to always be doing this kind of thing, you oh, know, this kind absolutely. of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's what, um, I, I talked to this one. I, I did some interviews. Well, well, I went through a transition because I was, mm -hmm. um, limb dweller business coaching. And so the final stake in the ground where I went, okay, Sandy, let's do this. I changed yeah. it to transitional coaching, which was a really, it was, it was an identity issue. It was a hard thing to do because I had this portfolio, 35 years of, you know, marketing sales, business development, which I still bring to the table, but that wasn't Absolutely. what I let, you know, but I didn't lead with it. And, um, and that was a really, that was a really hard time. So I interviewed some of my past clients and some of my friends. And there was one, one friend, she's amazing. She's done Ted talks. This woman is just freaking brilliant. She looked at me, she's like, what? Retire? What does that even mean? She goes, I don't even know what that means. Doesn't that mean to die? I think that's what retire means. <laughs> to die. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the definitions. And she's like, what, what, what? So that's what I mean. It's just like, you know, to me, it's like the view is so exciting. There's all sorts of things. If I didn't have to work for, my, you know, if I was, you know, and we do fine, but I mean, I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. I mean, I mentor mm -hmm. a lot of women. I do a lot of things, but I, um, you know, but I also run a business and that's, mm -hmm. that uses a part of my brain. I, that's exciting. But, you know, if there comes a time where I'm like, eh, I don't want to worry about billing. I would, I would do all sorts, you know, take this yeah. to another level because yeah. that's what we do right mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely okay so now that that everyone has an idea of limb dweller and trunk dweller and all those things I, what i always like to make sure we do is kind of have this one thing what is like one thing to be thinking about this week because it can be overwhelming to think about okay all right, I'm a limb dweller, right? Like, yeah, you know, now, now yeah. I got to change everything or something like that. Oh. Or, or I'm a trunk dweller. And, you know, that means, you know, X, Y, and Z. So what would you say is, you know, what question would you ask people? So in case for those who know, know the, know the podcast, yes, it is time for the question of the week right now. Mm -hmm. uh, bing, bing. Yeah. So what is the one question you would ask of everybody that's been listening to help them think about something they could do this week to kind of move forward their yeah. limb dweller or trunk dwellerness? Yeah, that's a great, it's a great question. Honestly, to me, it's about just honoring your spirit. You know, mm -hmm. you can call it whatever you want, mm -hmm. but I, um, Oh gosh, I could answer this in so many different ways. I do this board of, I don't think we have time to do it. I have a board of directors thing that I do. No, go ahead. Tell us about it. Oh, this is, this is part of the process because it is a lack of confidence, right? That's mm -hmm. what imposter syndrome is. All those things, it's because we're surrounded by 
oftentimes messages that don't support it. So the first thing I do with my clients is we do what's called the board of directors. And the whole idea, and this is actually how I came to do this kind of coaching, because I was in a really tough spot. There was a lot of things going on and I was kind of lost, right? And I didn't have my, you know, I didn't have my navigational system. I kind of forgot, you know, it was a tar- it was a tough time. And so I started doing this on my own and couldn't believe how powerful it was. I would do a board of directors. And what that means is I would put down something like, you know, who are you? No, not that, but like a, like a serious issue. Like, um, do you want to become a dog walker? I mean, literally, it's like, do you want to get this up and become a dog walker? And then what I did is I had a piece of paper and I just started jotting down all the thoughts. And what happened from that is I started naming those thoughts. So for example, mm-hmm. I had JJ, who was Judge Judy, who quite frankly, can I say, can I say bitch on your <laughs> podcast? Well, you just did. I so just yeah. did. Yeah, okay. yes, you can, you can. She, yeah. has, she has a little attitude. I have Fatty Annie, who has comments about my weight. You know, mm-hmm. I have yeah. Fast and Furious, who doesn't want to think, wants to go. And so it was so fascinating watching all, you know, every day I just kept writing more and I was like, wow. And then I thought, well, I'm the president. I get to decide who I listen to and the loud ones. I've heard this a lot, but there were people, there were quiet voices that were really lovely. And then there was like, well, where's compassion in this? And where's spirit? So I started inviting more people to my boardroom. Mm -hmm. We all have voices. You know, this is just a way that I started doing it. And the kicker was that I was the president. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing that is so different. It's like, okay, meeting adjourned. And when I knew I was onto something was this one time where I was like, and all this turmoil going on and I had listened to everything and I started thinking, okay, I think I, think I got a feel about what I'm going to do. And judge Judy was still going. She's like, well, you know, you know, and I it was so, I don't know where this came from. I went, okay, compassion. Can you scoot over next to JJ? You guys can take it offline, but right now I'm going to close the meeting. Yeah. And I started adjourned. laughing and I wrote uh-huh. meeting adjourned and then I felt calm. That's the yeah. thing. I felt calm. It was like, okay. And I started doing that with my clients and it has been beyond my wildest dreams of success they've had. And it's not just success. There's something about ownership, you know, mm-hmm. so that, 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 you know, the agency of who I am, I get to decide because I've really thought about it. Plus mm-hmm. I'm not very lonely these days. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't like, yeah, this isn't like civil or anything. So I'm trying to remember how I I started this with, um, oh, in terms of owning your limb dweller spirit, it's a very limb dweller activity, shall we say? Yeah, but that's actually not true. I think everybody, I think everybody benefits from that. I don't think that's true. I just, yeah, I think so too. I think it's super beneficial. And so to me, I think when it when it comes to that, because of course I'm always thinking like question of the week, question of the week for people. It's like I want to shift it now, not from like how do you like honor. The limb dweller or the trunk dweller but more so i i want to tap in i want people to tap into the board of directors oh more. yeah it's a blast and so i'm i'm kind of curious like for for those of you out there listening you know who do you need to invite onto your board right who what voice is missing from your board of directors and who do you, you have to, to know i'm going to interrupt you for a second yeah, yeah go for it no your board of directors first yes yes so yeah. I'm just going to say one of the things I'm in the, I'm in beta testing right now. I'm doing a really fun thing. I'm doing a board of directors, like a, you know, how to do, I know I'm talking to I'm you. getting all excited. You, you, you can tell nobody can see, see me right now. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I'm all excited. But it's really cool. It's like a board of directors. It's like talking, walking it through, giving everybody an assignment. And then every day you do it. And then we come back and we debrief about it. And Love it's it. just 
it's changed my life and I'm just, I'm so blessed. And where did that come from? I just feel like Tracy, you know, the original limb mm-hmm. dweller. I just feel like she whispered it a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, cause I honestly, I know people have done variations of this, but that's what I, that's what I, I invite people to do. If they want to check it out, get a hold of me. I'm going to be doing like really casual groups. Just, just, yeah. How should they get a hold of you? What's the best way to reach you? What's your favorite way to be reached? <laughs> uh, Sandy at limbdweller.com. All right. So and I have y'all... a quiz. I have yes. a quiz. I, uh-huh. I gave you the link. It'll be on there. Mm-hmm. So the link is really fun. And then there's a follow-up. There's a follow-up um, uh, session, complimentary session. I love doing this. So yeah. just to debrief and talk about what, what that means for each person that takes the test. It's really fun. Okay. So in case you guys missed it, <laughs> Sandy at limbdweller.com to get in touch with Sandy. If you're like, like I need to know more right now, but also head to limbdweller.com to take the quiz, get follow-up support and information. And if something, if, if you feel like you really need to understand your board of directors, and I think I'm just so excited that you're, you're doing more work on this for a larger yeah. audience of people, uh, reach out to Sandy so you can really get clear on who your board of directors is so that you can figure out how to manage them better and who you need yeah. to bring in and when to adjourn a meeting and all of that good yeah, stuff. I so respectful. It. I just, it's, and it's so, I'll just close by saying it is the most interesting thing I've ever done. When I have people that are resistant, like at the beginning, it's like, what do you mean? I go, are you kidding me? You are the most, ex- the most interesting person you'll ever meet. I mean, you are, you're fascinating. I mean, don't you want to learn more? I think I'm, I walk around and sometimes I go, dang, I'm interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, when, we, when we can step up, step away and observe ourselves a little bit with compassion and interest and instead of judgment, it's, oh, it's, we are fascinating. We're amazing. Really fascinating. You're just, amazing. I'm amazing. I We're love you. Brilliant. You're, oh my God. Your listeners are amazing. The whole world. <laughs> You're all amazing. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the message here, people. That's the message. Limb dweller, trunk dweller. I don't care. Everybody's amazing. Bring it absolutely oh sandy thank you for being here thank you so much this this was so good to see you thank you take care friend you too my friend ciao whoa wasn't that great i am just so glad that sandy told us about the board of directors concept we almost we almost wrapped up without even covering that and i'm so glad we did and whether you're a trunk dweller or a limb dweller i hope you are feeling a little less alone after listening today And if you're not sure which one you are, be sure to check out Sandy's quiz. I put a link to the quiz in the show notes. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back again with you next week. And until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.